Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode... It's going to be a silly year, just know that. If, if I was to list the things coming out in 2021, it's going to be quick. You've got, you've got Shang-Chi, you've got Doctor Strange, you've got Spider-Man, you've got The Batman, you've got... Uh, Avatar, the first Avatar coming out sequel. You got Black Adam. You know, like how he says, uh, "If the milk turns out to be sour, I only kind of pussy to drink it." For me, it's not. A sh- no one can say shit. If anyone says this film shit, let me come. Let, come and talk to me. Yeah, come and talk to me. I'll deal with them. Oh. Can I say? Can I, can I say? Can I say it was his best film? Do you know what? Ah, oh, that's the thing. It's a really good film. I can't remember a boring part. Hello and welcome to the first episode of 2020. What you are listening to right now is unedited, unadulterated, unadulterated, filtered. And for <sighs> some people, it might actually be unnecessary. But <laughs> we think it is. <laughs> we think it is. Yes. <laughs> By any means necessary, mate. By any means necessary. Hey, listen, Devado, before we start, I just got to say a happy new year. How are you? What's going on? How was your new year? What did you happy, do? Yeah, happy new year to you too. Uh, I'm old now, so new year's, I stayed in uh, just with the family. And we watched uh, yeah. Big Ben, watched the fireworks and Craig David on TV. <laughs> That was it. Craig David. What? Yeah, what? Hang on a second. What do you mean Craig David on TV? Uh, that guy's like been AWOL, hasn't he? No, Craig David is, he, he's AWOL, but he comes back now and again to do a few shows, you know? But yeah, watch a bit, watch a bit of TV, chilled out. Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. You? Um, you know what? More of the same. Fireworks, yeah. um, food, kids, like you mm. name it, just the usual stuff. Like you, man, I'm, I'm getting younger, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah. All right. Okay. Enough of enough of all that. Listen. Let's talk about movies. So, actually, no. Before we talk about movies, we've got to give out some shout outs, right? So, Devaldo, uh, who's going to be our shout outs for twenty twenty? The first shout outs for twenty twenty. Who's uh, it going to be? Shout-outs. We've got two shout outs. TT twelve oh nine. TT is a new follower uh, to the Flixsters uh, world, and uh, she actually, Ooh. yeah, we, I think we posted out uh, our, our sort of twenty twenty sort of you know movies and stuff like that. And uh, she, no, it, it was it was not twenty twenty movies. It was it was a post just to say, yeah, it was actually a post to say, yeah, here's here's what's coming out in twenty twenty, all that kind of stuff. And she yeah. uh, said that our our pictures were quite cute. So you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and on the same token, yeah, exactly. Can't complain. And on the same token, we have someone like O'Shea PD who mm. um, was. <laughs> He, he wasn't quite as like, you know, forgiving, like, you know, with the, uh, with the comments over there, no. but uh, <laughs> nah, it's all good, Paul. We know, we, we know like, you know, you just a bit jealous, right? So um, yeah, a big shout out to Paul. He kind of got in touch with us again as well. Yeah. And um, Paul Phoenix you know, always he, wins, he, so it's all good. Exactly. All good. <laughs> all good. So Paul, keep listening. Um, make sure you download us. All right. Okay. So listen. Let's move into movie news. So yes. on episode 75 this week, we're going to be speaking about movie news. We've got box office and we're going to be giving you some film reviews. So movie news at the moment, this guy. Now, I want to speak about this guy. So Robert Eggers, we have mentioned on the show before and we mentioned him on the show in episode number 74. So that was our final episode of 2019. Yeah. Robert Eggers is the director of It Follows. And yes. Deval, he's back. He's back with a movie which we're going to watch, which is called The Lighthouse. But he, we're not even going to be speaking about that. We're speaking about something else that something he's else. involved in. Yes, something else. What's but that? Actually, it's actually not It Follows. It's The Witch. Sorry, sorry, it's sorry. Witch, my yeah, mistake, The, the Witch. Witch. That's okay, The Witch. Yeah, so Robert Eggers directed The Witch. Uh, he likes creepy, year, like old school kind of vibes and stuff like that. And he is now uh, looking to cast and start filming for well, I think casting has already happened, so it's going to start filming uh, this spring. But it's going to be a sort of tenth century Viking epic, uh, and it's going to it's going to star uh. the return of his of his I guess constant collaborator Anya Taylor Joy, uh, William Defoe, who was li- literally just in the Lighthouse, right. and uh, Nicole Kidman. 
also Alexander and Bill Skarsgård, two brothers. And I think they will give the authenticity of the whole mm. Viking because they, uh, what are they? Are they, I think they're Norwegian or Danish or Swedish, one of them. They're Scandi. Yeah, they're Scandinavian. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they, they're going to give that, you know, authentic vibe. But yeah, it's going to start shooting uh, in Northern Ireland uh, in like in a couple of months' time uh, with a 2021 release date. Robert Eggers is like, you know, he's getting a lot of credibility, a lot of respect. And uh, he, he seems, to be one of, yeah. seems to be one of those directors that has a certain style of like, you know, weird, old school, creepy so this should be interesting. You know what? Yeah, it's got the hallmarks of being atmospheric. Do you reckon yeah. it's a Viking movie, but with added kind of, I don't know, mysticism and like oh. some sort of unnatural, supernatural element to it? There's going to be something weird attached to it. It's not going to be your, your standard. Well, it might be your standard. Maybe he's going to try and branch out. But if it's anything to do with his previous works, it, it's going to be something a bit weird, I reckon. Yeah, sure. and with Will, Willem Dafoe in it, it's definitely going to be crazy. Right, okay, so, um, yeah, so go check that one out, folks. Uh, read up on it, find out about it, let us know if you hear anything new. Now, let's speak about stuff that's been on Netflix, and specifically, let's speak about The Witcher. So, Devaldo, you've seen it, and yeah. I've, see, I've seen the first, like, four episodes of it. And you know what, I've got to say, yeah, it's a bit of a... Sp- yeah, to start off with, it's a bit of a slow burner, but you know what? I can see it opening up and getting more and more, like, you know, I'm getting more and more into it as each kind of, you know, uh, episode comes, you know, comes along. So um, what's up with The Witcher? Has it been doing well? You know, are we going to see more of The Witcher? You know, give yeah, us something. It's been doing well. A lot of people have been watching it, especially because it came out over the Christmas holidays. So people have been available to, you know, binge it. Uh, I've seen... A lot of adverts, uh, a lot of posters. So they're really putting in the money and marketing it. So they really want it to be. They, re- they really want it to do well. So far, the reviews have been largely positive. Some people have been like, mm, you know, it's okay. But they, 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 I don't know. Some people are are describing it or they're comparing it like similarly to Game of Thrones, which I think is a big mistake. It's nothing like Game big of mistake. Thrones. Nothing like yeah. Game of Thrones. So when you watch it, don't think of Game of Thrones. Just give it its own category. You know, it's, it's a lot more fantasy than Game of Thrones, I'd say. But yeah, yeah. Uh, season two was already green lit before season one came out and it's going to start mm-hmm. filming uh, in the UK uh, to start with, but it will obviously film in other countries, but it's going to start filming 2020. Uh, a lot of the news today, actually, we're going to give you a lot of uh, of scope about what's actually happening in 2020 so far. So yeah, there's a lot happening this year, so we'll let you know all about it. Season two, just... just I was going to say, I won't spoil season two, but season two is meant to be a, a lot, a lot bigger and a lot more crazy. That's what oh, I okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Because this one, I mean, there's a, you know, one thing that I found myself just, just quickly on this, I, there's a lot of stuff going in on uh, The Witcher. Like, you know, there's obviously these different characters, this person scheming, that person scheming, and you know, this princess, that princess, there's a lot of stuff going on in The Witcher. Yeah. So <laughs> you you know what, I'm watching it at night sometimes and I'm like, Shh, I'm like falling asleep. And you know, that's not to say yeah. that it's boring. It's just that yeah. you've got to keep on like, you know, you've got to be active like when you're watching this because a lot of stuff is going on all right okay so there's something else that is going to begin production later on this year Devaldo, and the title is quite intriguing tell me about this yeah so the power the power is a new uh it's a new production new show and it's not to be confused with power which is, uh, you know, already on Netflix, uh, <laughs> the TV show. But The Power is <laughs> basically a new concept about a, I guess, a not too distant future where, hmm, and this is this is this is the spin on this one, but it's basically where women have the power. Ah, yes. So. <laughs> So but what power? women have the power to electrocute people at will. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a mad one, but uh, it's like, I don't know, it's weird. They've got obviously these, these powers, but their power is electrical in nature and they can electrocute people at will. So it's almost like electroshock therapy, but widespread. I'm not sure where the power comes from. I'm not sure why it's just women or girls, uh, but there seems to be some sort of... I don't know, evolutionary 
trigger or something. Maybe it's maybe it's you know maybe it's from a lab. I don't know what it is, but it's something that's quite different, and it's literally putting the power in women's hands. And uh, mm. I'm not sure if it's going to be shocking, shocking men. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Imagine <laughs> like it's it's anniversary, and she wakes up and she's like, "Oh, what are we doing today, honey?" He's like, "Oh, I'm going to go and see the lights." <laughs> Every man's worst nightmare, you know. (laughs) You know, so uh, yeah, so this this is an an interesting concept. It could go, it could go either way, but it will start filming in London, twenty twenty, in February. Sounds interesting. So uh, yeah, watch out for that one. We'll let you. We'll give more news when we get it, and hopefully, we'll be able to shape more of an opinion about it and uh, let you know. Yeah, some would say it's uh, electrifying. (laughs) <laughs> okay that's uh, terrible that 2020 yeah. first, first that was rubbish all right okay listen look we we haven't spoken about Mar- well for me i mean it feels like as if we haven't spoken about marvel in such a such a long time okay mm. um so kevin feige devaldo it has been talking about obviously dr strange and we know that dr strange 2 is going to be coming out there's going to be some interesting characters going to be added to the mix but what can you tell us what has kevin feige been saying about this and what can we expect in the year to come or in the years to come yeah so kevin feige uh, he, he literally recently done a sort of panel uh just literally about a week or two weeks ago where he was talking about his projects and all kinds of stuff, you know, so that's where all this information came from. And within that panel, he talked about how, uh, you know, Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness, obviously we know Wonder Maximoff is going to be involved in that, but he is promising that there's going to be a new madness within that film. Mm. So when he says a new madness, uh, people are at the moment guessing who the villain is going to be. Uh, a lot of people thought it was a nightmare. Uh, some right. people thought it was Mephisto. Uh, but I think he's kind of saying that it's none of those. It's going to be someone that we didn't expect. And literally, that could be anyone. It could be one of those obscure characters that they introduce and, you know, they have a lot more freedom with. Because somebody like Mephisto is a big character. He's almost like yeah. the Marvel's representation of the devil. You know, Mephisto was also instrumental in the comic book version of the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, he basically owns the right. underworld and he's very powerful in that world. Uh, we have N- Nightmare, who is the representation of all your nightmares, like manifestation, anything that you feel is a nightmare. Basically, when you have a nightmare, it's almost like you go into another dimension where Nightmare dwells and has, you know, total dominion over your, your mind. And that's a villain that Doctor Strange battles a lot, you know. We also have uh, Sumagorath, who's like that octopus-looking creature with the eye in the middle. Uh, he's a weird, weird creature. He's actually Ooh. in the Marvel vs. Capcom computer game. So if you've ever played that, you may have played or seen Sumagorath. Okay. And that's another crazy, weird creature. Uh, how that look on screen, we don't know. But if that's one of the villains that he has to face... Either way, yeah. if it's any of those, it's going to be good. If it's not one of those, I'm sure they'll still do a good job. But yeah, we're going to find out soon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yep, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Yeah, no, all I was going to say is, and don't forget, this is the team that brought us, you know, Rocket Raccoon. Like, we thought oh, yeah. seeing a <laughs> raccoon on the screen is going to be weird. But listen, if anyone could do it, they could do it. But yeah, go on. What were you going to say? And a tree as well. But yeah, they're going to start filming for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh this year, 2020, it's going to come out 2021, it's isn't mad. it? 2021 is going to be a silly year. Do you know that? It's going to be a, no, it's going to be crazy, a silly crazy. year. Just know that. If, if I was to list the things <laughs> coming out in 2021, it's going to be crazy. You've got, you got Shang-Chi, you've got Doctor Strange, yes. you've got Spider-Man, you've got The Batman, you've got oh my uh, Avatar, the first Avatar coming out sequel, you've got Black Adam, you've got Thor and Love and Thunder. You oh got so gosh. many things coming out that year. It's crazy. Now that's all. That's all. That's all I can remember off the top of my head. Yeah. If I made the list, and there's more. the list actually and publish it. Yeah, it's crazy. Seriously, de- defo. Yeah, do that list. But I mean, yeah. So um, I can't wait for this. Like, it's c- kind of like being billed as Marvel's first, like quote unquote, like horror movie with yeah, all these yeah. kind of elements of horror. That, and that's mad. That is crazy. Mm. Um, how they're going to kind of like you know put that across to people, and not only are they going to you know get kids to shit their pants but it's also kind of like keep the adult adults kind of like you know involved as well i think you know what it sounds it sounds absolutely brilliant can't wait 
as soon yep. as we hear some new information on that, folks, we will definitely, you know, now, okay, so WandaVision, Devaldo, what's happening with WandaVision? So um, are we seeing WandaVision this year or is it next year? Yeah, actually, they've pushed it forward. So WandaVision will be released late 2020. It was originally scheduled Ooh. to be released early 2021, but they have pushed it forward. Uh, and as we know, WandaVision will uh, link us to Doctor Strange because Wanda Maximoff will be in Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch. Uh, so yeah, they moved it forward, which is great news. Uh, it just means that we're going to get our first, uh, or was it second? When's uh, when's the Winter Soldier one coming out? Either way, we're going to get some, you know, Disney Plus uh, yeah content this year. And also, they've also confirmed through set photos that Sword will be in One Division. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sword, and, um, that, and this is what we gonna... spoke about. Yes, yes, yes. So Sword is going to have Monica Rambeau. Uh, played by Tayona Paris, uh, and Monica Rambeau is, she's got, I think she probably may be the sort of, the Nick Fury in space. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. So Mon- Monica Rambeau is going to be, because S.W.O.R.D. is basically S.H.I.E.L.D. in space. It's Sentient World Observation Something Division. Uh, so I think she could be Nick Fury in space. She's badass in the comics. So that could wow. be really, really good. Really good. And just on that, I just want to kind of mention like about the whole Disney Plus thing. Did you, I'm not sure if you heard about this, but, you know, but Disney Plus just kind of like started off their service very recently, like so like last month or so, or November it was. And apparently this has just popped up in my newsfeed where some titles have just kind of left and movies like Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Doctor Doolittle and believe it or not, Black Panther is shortly going to be leaving the Disney Plus service. And I find this kind of like really, really what? weird. But I understand it. Yeah, I understand it. So basically, you know, they had these deals in place before Disney came up with their streaming service. So they've got them. And some titles are actually going to be leaving the Disney Plus store. And um, there was kind of like a bit of a thing where people, they weren't even told about it. And then Disney, they just kind of had to make an announcement. They say, oh, yeah, like, you know, we made some deals before the whole streaming thing came out. And you could have access to these to these titles. But after a certain amount of time, they've got to go back. But eventually, hopefully these titles will come back so i couldn't believe it black panther is one of those titles over the next like kind of like six months or something it's not going to be in the disney plus service which is so strange um yeah that's crazy and i I find that i find that really really strange but i mean you know people are people are annoyed and i I kind of get that right because you sign up for it thinking you're going to get these titles but then they get taken away from you so um yeah it'll be elsewhere it'll be on netflix or amazon or someone else will get it you know. someone else will get it exactly someone yeah. else will get it so um yeah so uh, we'll keep an eye on that one right okay now let's speak about movies that are going to be upcoming so ryan reynolds has confirmed that deadpool 3 is definitely in the work so the merc with a mouth is definitely going to be coming so devaldo what does this mean um i mean is this going to be an R rated? Is it going to be PG? Is it going to be like what U rated? What are we what are we talking about over here? <laughs> uh, Deadpool is going to be it's going to continue to be R rated. Has to be, and he Ryan Reynolds yeah, recently I confirmed. Hope so. I hope so. Yeah, it has to be. I mean, if they if they dumb it down, they're going to lose a lot of people and a lot of respect. But Ryan Reynolds recently over Christmas was doing uh, interviews, you know, promoting his uh, Underground Six or Six Underground. And he just said, yeah, he's, they've already started pre-production with, uh, obviously, Disney, Marvel, on, uh, De- on Deadpool 3. So not sure yet who's going to be involved or what the villains are and cast and stuff like that. Obviously, I'm sure, oh, I think Cable might come back. Should do. Should uh, do. Should do, yeah. But we never know, actually, because I think they're also making an X-Force, which is going to be a separate team. Right. But, uh, okay. but yeah, the, uh, Deadpool 3, I would think, should be out in 2021 like February 2021 or something like that. Again, another big year, 2021. Exactly. Um, I, I just, like, I really hope they, you know, like, because I really, really loved the first one and the second one was great as well. Not as good as the first one. And I just hope that having now Marvel behind it, they can really do it. And they can bring in some interesting characters because the whole thing with Deadpool 1 and 2 was the fact that they didn't have the money to have those big characters and they exactly. had, like, yeah. these I'm, I'm obscure characters, man. 
I'm afraid that it's not going to be as good because now they've got all these big wigs and people to, you know, the machine now is in, in motion. So I'm a little bit afraid, but I'm the still confident. Machine, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hopefully Ryan Reynolds, he knows what he's doing and he can kind of gear it towards, you know, um, but whichever way he wants. Oh, and just on that, there was a recent um, interview with the director of, uh, so yeah, it was it was Tim Miller. He came out and he said the reason why he didn't direct Deadpool 2 was because of he had a different direction to to the character and Ryan Reynolds wanted to take it in a different direction. So it just goes oh. to show you star power. Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. man, he, his star power, he put his foot down and he was just like, look, you know what? I want to take, I want to take him this way. Like, you know what? And can we come to a compromise? No, we can't come to compromise. Okay. Right. I'm going Tim Miller says goodbye. Right. He's doing Terminator. Ryan Reynolds goes off and does it with, um, John Wick, uh, one of the John Wick guys. So um, yeah, man, just goes to show you star power is still in play, right? Okay, talking about star power, check this out. So The Rock has begun training for Black Adam. So Devouda, my question is to you, how the hell do you train for Black Adam? Like what, this guy is already massive. I I saw this and I started laughing. I thought, what the heck? What more training does this guy need to do? He trains (laughs) every day. We follow him on Instagram. He's always training. What, what, what does it mean he begins training? What, what's, he, what's he got to do? <laughs> I have no what's he got idea. To do? What, what, what do they want him to do? Look at him. He is Black Adam without any makeup, without any padded suits. I, that, that for me is a joke. It's a joke. Yeah, it's, seriously. If they want him to be extra big, that's going to look, oh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. <laughs> but that's the news. <laughs> yeah. And and, 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 I, and, I, and I got a feeling that this guy, right, he doesn't take, like, he keeps it, like, when he's not filming, obviously he probably has days off and, like, you know, he he might have kind of, like, times where he's not training. But he's yeah. the type of person who I think, you know what, he's consistent. He's not going to, he's not going to kind of lose shape. Like, you know what, he, it, pff, I don't know, man. You know, you know, you know him more than me. So just go out and ask him, Deval. Find <laughs> I out. I will. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Now, Deval, this next piece of news. Um, okay. So, you know, we had Gotham, which was, yes. um, that, that, that went on for five seasons. And look, Hannah Mahart, I saw the first season. I thought it was okay. There were some bits in there which were like, okay, which were fine. And that was it. I didn't watch seasons two to five, but I did catch the ending of the final episode where we do get to see, you know, the kid turn, put in the, um, the cape and cowl, you know, he does become Batman. But then there was this kind of, um, th- you know, this kind of spin off, Pennyworth. What the hell, man? Tell me about this. Do you know what? I haven't actually seen it yet, but I heard it's okay. And it depicts the story okay. of, uh, what's his name? Alfred Pennyworth. He's yeah. escapade when he was like an, uh, you know, SAA agent or SAS agent or, you know, like a MI6 or whatever it might be in a British, uh, you know, intelligence or uh, military. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's literally season one uh, is still happening. Well, I think it's just finished. And season two, it's going to start filming in the UK this year. And uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I've never, I, I don't know what I know is seen it. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who's watching it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, Gotham just finished, didn't it? I think. And it, it did, seems yeah. Like DC want to have this, uh, DC TV and DC, and DC animation are very strong compared to Marvel. So I think they want to keep that bandwagon, you know, rolling. But uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's really back in the past. And it's a bit like how Agent Carter was. Remember Agent Carter? She had yeah, a TV yeah. show. Yeah, it's a bit like, it's actually, it's very much like that, I would say. Very much like that. Okay. Uh, but it's going to be decent. So maybe I'll give it a try, um, you know, at some point. But yeah, there's at a lot some of point, things happening. Yeah. Lots of being greenlit. 2020, there's a lot of filming happening. So 2021, like I said, it's going to be crazy. Going to be crazy. And and. Yeah, seriously, and it's all crazy at the moment. So I'm not sure if you if you've been following, but um, I've caught up with the Flash, with the Arrow, oh, and I've watched yeah. I've watched the Crisis <laughs> episode. Man, talk about it's crossovers! Good. They've you know what they added even the guy, the Lucifer guy Lucifer. Yeah, they've got shocked. John Constantine. I couldn't yeah. believe it. And Titans, yes. the Titans, which is on Netflix. I couldn't I believe know. it, man. I, 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 seriously. They added even more, you know, like the, the beginning credits of that show, the first episode, yeah. you saw like in yeah. the beginning credits, there were people 
like walking around. There's a guy reading the newspaper. He went, "Holy smoking asses!" or whatever. That was the original Robin. Yeah, he was the original Robin from back in the day. And they had all these other like cameos that were just really subtle. Uh, even there was the guy a guy that, from yeah, the, uh, Tim Tim Robbins, the uh, Tim yes. Tim Burton Batman. Tim Bur- yeah, he was in yeah, it. yeah, he was in it. And the actual person that plays Batman, he's the voice of the of. Batman the Batman the animated adventures cartoon. And he was dark. Exactly. He's like he's the actual. He's. <laughs> do you know what they done well? You know they they use all their resources. I was I quite shocked. I was I quite shocked. I had to rewind the, the credits and watch it again. It me really too. Good. Me too as well. And don't forget, there's still two more episodes to air, which yeah. are, I think is going to be like within the next couple of weeks or so, something. Yeah, that's that, right. It's going to be happening. So I wanted more. I was uh, searching for it, thinking, "Where is it? Where is it?" I was like, "Where is it? I wanted it now. I want it now." I know. I know. All right. Okay. So yeah, DC stuff, folks. Keep on it. Keep on it. Keep watching it. It's really interesting. Okay. So now, finally, now do you remember those brothers, folks? Um, the two brothers they directed two of the biggest Marvel movies in history. They directed the Infinity War and they invented, uh, invented, well, yeah, they invented it. They, they uh, <laughs> directed um, uh, Endgame. So the Russo brothers, they kind of took some time off. Then they came back and they di- produced uh, 21 Bridges, which Deval reviewed, you know, not too long ago, a couple of episodes ago. So they're producing stuff. Whether or not we'll see them in, making another marvel movie who knows i'm pretty sure they will there's so many characters and i'm sure i'm sure kevin will probably you know bring them back in again but the russo brothers they're beginning something else devaldo what are they beginning and when can we see this yeah so they're actually uh, producing an, an amazon uh show called citadel mm. and uh, citadel is a sort of international spy uh production and it's going to uh I guess it's a little bit like, hmm, I want to say Jason Bourne, but a TV show. Uh, but it's nothing going to be, it's, it's going to be nothing to do with like superheroes and nothing like that. But it's going to be quite right. intense, action-packed. Like think of Mission Impossible, think of uh, Jason Bourne, think of Bond, but obviously like a TV version. Uh, but yeah, it's meant to be, from what I understand, from what I hear, it's meant to be really good. Uh, they haven't started right. filming yet. They're in a production stage at the moment. And this is due to begin begin production this year and again, 2021. Man, what's not happening in 2021? I'm telling you, man, it's going to be a year. It's going to be a year, 2021. Uh-uh. It's going to be packed every month. It's going to be something big. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's, what it's, that's what it seems like. There's going to be one yeah. big movie coming out every yeah. other month yeah. or just, yeah. yeah. Already, you've got, you've got four, I was say you've got four Marvel films and I think you've got three DC films. And then you've got other big films like Avatar. So that every month you're going to be jam-packed. It's going to be crazy. Hey, listen, keep it with the Flicksters. We are going to be bringing you all the latest on these movies. And we're going to be bringing you reviews. And obviously, if you like the show, why not drop us a, a review on your favorite podcast player? We would really, really appreciate it. And it goes a long way to supporting us. Right. Okay. So, folks, we're now going to move on on to Deval what are we moving on to nah no box office I think uh, all I can tell you right now is uh, Star Wars is literally almost done a billion worldwide wow in the international box office almost done a billion yep uh, and Jumanji still up there as well uh, Frozen is still up there Knives Out's doing really well actually Knives Out's doing really yeah. well and people that, have, people that I know have seen it really yes. enjoyed it so I would recommend if you can see Knives Out go all and watch right, that okay but yeah, box office, we'll do it again next we'll week. We'll do it again next week. Okay, so out this week on Blu-ray yeah. is a movie called The Informer. Now, just jog my memory, Devado, again. What is The Informer? Who's in it? And should people go out and buy it or download it? Well, I thought you would have known about this one. You're, you're an old school cat. Um, you know, Informer. Whatever happened to Snowman? That guy was <laughs> now the informer actually stars our friend uh who's gonna have a massive couple of years anna de armas right okay who was in knives out um and it is a well it's like a it's an undercover uh espionage type film basically i'll read the synopsis it's an ex-convict working uh undercover internationally gets himself incarcerated again in order to infiltrate the mob at a maximum security prison so he's kind of like you know going to be an informer i guess 
and uh, working with the authorities in a prison. And I guess once he's in there, he's in there too deep and I'm sure shit is going to hit the fan. <laughs> Rosamund Pike also stars. Right, yeah. Joel Kinnaman uh, stars in it. Clive Owen also star. Common is also in the film, uh, among others. But yeah, directed by Andrea Di Stefano. Uh, and uh, yeah, so... Hmm. Interesting. That, yeah, it does sound interesting. Interesting film. But yeah, that's the, that's out now on Blu-ray DVD. And uh, from the reviews, it's like a 7 out of 10. So it should be decent. Might be worth giving it a go. Who knows? Yeah. Do it and let us Do know. Do it and let us know. Right, okay. Now, here's something that I want to speak about, Deval, on new on streaming and trailers. So this came up on my on my news feed and straight away I saw the, the name Ragnarok. And I thought, oh, hang on, Ragnarok? Hang on, we've seen Ragnarok before because this is... Mm thor ragnarok this is you know the taika waititi movie and started you know tapping on on the info and i realized that this is a netflix series that's going to be coming soon to netflix obviously um and check this out let me just read out let me just read out the synopsis so this is according to netflix so it says season one coming 31st of january so really really soon folks it says this a small norwegian town experiencing warm winters and violent downpours seems to be headed for another ragnarok unless someone mm. intervenes in time now for marvel fans or for superhero fans why is the word ragnarok what, you know what does that even mean devaldo come on you're all knowing you're the you're the doctor in all marvel <laughs> right so what what is ragnarok and why does this sound so intriguing ragnarok yeah it stems from the i guess yes yeah, scandinavian mythology and uh obviously, obviously we saw the movie ragnarok where uh, Serta rose up and destro- destroyed Asgard. And in a way, it does symbolise the same thing. Ragnarok uh, is the ending of Asgard or, you know, of a uh, Scandinavian landscape or myth. And that is basically, yeah, what it is. It's the ending of, of yeah, of Asgard. Yeah. And uh, in this, in this, I guess in this... Uh, in this depiction, it's going to be, or it should hopefully be the ending of, of wherever they are. And, you know, it might be something similar, might be something different, but it should be the ending of something or the rebirth, Uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. And also in, in great mythology, there's also a big creature, which is uh, like the, like the, 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 what's his name? Serta from the, the movies, but also it can, it can take the depiction of a, uh, a massive like sort of dragon type thing with a, like a, you know, three heads and stuff like that, you know, like something really, <laughs> something really ghastly wow. basically. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's a madness basically. <laughs> this looks interesting. I saw the trailer and it's like, it's kind of like, you know, it, I wouldn't say stranger things because the characters they they look a bit older, but there's there's this couple of uh, there's character couple of characters, and I mean they they have not mentioned in, in the trailer don't mention that you know this person's called Thor or this person's like Loki or something like that. But I kind of did get the vibe that there's these two brothers in there, and one could be Thor, one could be Loki, and there's a shot, there's a scene where someone is summoning like lightning, and it's very very kind of like Thor esque. So whether or not these are kind of like superheroes which i doubt maybe it kind of like more like gods you know and they they've kind of they've come down to kind of like you know prevent the end of the world prevent ragnarok it just looks interesting so maybe a different take on the whole kind of yeah. ragnarok um Hopefully, mythology I mean, <laughs> it's a bit it's a bit grounded it looks grounded which i like but uh if if, yeah, if ragnarok yeah. is really what they're doing it should be the end of the world pretty much or the, or the whole the whole universe maybe oh, they, maybe they're trying to stop something that is more worldwide but maybe they're localizing it into a Scandinavian landscape. So I, I'm looking forward to it. The trailer looks good. Uh-huh. The trailer looks really good. So yeah, that's coming yeah. out in January on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Coming out on 31st yeah. of January on Netflix. So folks go check that one out. Now the next trailer that we want to speak about, and we've mentioned this before and we've said, we've spoken about this movie oh. before and you know, we'd like it a lot. So it's called a quiet place and this is part two. So part two is definitely coming. And Devaldo, there's a little teaser trailer. Tell us about this oh, teaser trailer. No, it's, it's not even a teaser anymore. This is the full trailer. This is the full trailer. Yeah, oh shit. And the, tra- the full trailer looks decent. I, I was a bit worried that, you know, it's going to have lots of people, it's going to be a bit shit, but it looks decent. There's some, um, there's a madness going on. 
There's creatures, people running around, creatures <laughs> popping out of blue, killing people. And there's uh, there's just, it, it still looks as tense as the first one. It looks decent. And obviously, Killian Murphy's in it. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jumon Honsu's in it as well. Uh, and, you know, yeah, it does look yeah. like they've picked up literally where they left off, literally. Uh, the family have a newborn baby and they're still trying to survive and... Yeah, man, it looks decent. It does look decent. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, listen, when this movie comes out, we're on it. We'll be watching yeah. it. We'll be reviewing it and we'll tell you exactly, exactly what it's like. And that should be coming out this year, right? March, March, yeah. It's coming out in March. Not too long. Okay, so now here's something that you can probably catch on Netflix, depending on whose password uh, you're using. Um, <laughs> I love the fact that you can do that. Like Netflix, they're just like, you know... They, <laughs> You know, people share passwords and stuff like that. But anyway, look, this is something called Messiah. And um, I've, I've read a few things about this show, Devaldo. I haven't seen it. I don't know much about it. But with a name like Messiah, something religious, I'm, I'm supposing. Like, w w what can you tell us about this? Yeah, Messiah is a new show on Netflix uh, and it's out now. And basically it's, a, it's about a person who's popped up out of the blue and claims to be <laughs> the Messiah. Uh, you know, oh. yeah, or a form of the Messiah. I've not seen it yet, so I can't tell you exactly what he's claiming, whether he's claiming to be Jesus Christ himself or a another, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like Messiah-type figure. Prophet. prophet, that's the word, sorry, yeah, prophet. Uh, but basically yeah, this yeah. person is claiming to be able to do perform miracles. Uh, and basically the CIA or the government uh, are looking to investigate this person and to see whether he is a actual divine entity or if he is a con artist and a danger to ah. the public. So this is political, government's involved, also it plays on people's beliefs and it's quite controversial as well. People have said, you know, this shouldn't be happening or the depiction of Jesus is, is not real because he shouldn't look like that and all sorts, you know, so... Yeah, it's an interesting show. It's just come out and uh, I might give it a crack, actually. I might give it a crack. Sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, you get your crack over there. So listen, look. Um, yeah, so go check out the <laughs> crack off. So they so go check out those trailers and, and, and let us know what you think. You know, hit us up on Instagram, hit us up on Facebook. You know, we're always there. We love chatting about movies. We love chatting about trailers. And if you like something that you, you know, that you've seen, let us know about it and we will check it out as well. Okay, so now folks, let's move on to Anniversary Corner. So you know the draw. We're bringing you some movies where, you know, they're 10 all the way up to 30 years old. And the first movie that I want to speak about, or what we're going to be speaking about from 2010. Oh my God, that sounds so weird now. So 2010, yeah, yeah. Devaldo Takers. Oh gosh, this movie. And this has got a connection to Star Wars, right? Yeah, it's got Anakin Skywalker's, <laughs> Skywalker's, Skywalker. Yes. Um, now, Devout, what happened to his career, man? Yeah, his career didn't really, I guess, take off as, you know, as he would have wanted it to. Uh, it's, I don't know. I don't think he, I don't know. People cast his acting and say he was a bit, you know, a bit wooden. Wooden. And, but some actors, they make a career out of being wooden. Look at Keanu Reeves, you know? Uh, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, this, this, uh, this thriller, this action, a group of bank robbers, and they've got a, you know, basically it's a bit like, oh, pardon me. Where did that sneeze come from? Yeah, it's a bit like a, I don't want to say uh, Fast and Furious, but it's a, you know, a group of people, heist-type situation, uh, want to uh, sure. uh, rob a multi-million sort of dollar uh, bank and, uh, you know, shit hits the fan. But it stars Chris Brown as well, Hayden Christensen, Matt, Matt Dillon, Michael Early, yeah. Idris Elba, uh, Steve Harris, T.I., uh, Paul Walker's in the mm. film as well. Uh, and I think this actually comes or stems from a comic, you know, Takers. Is it? Oh, wow. Yeah, it stems, there's, there's, um, Arnold, it? Uh, so yeah, it stems from a comic, from what I understand. Yeah, that's the... What I, what I remember from this movie is there's a, there's a chase scene, right? And it's Chris Brown. He's being chased. Man, I'm telling you, I think it's Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon is the one who's chasing him. I'm pretty sure. Devaldo, it that chasing, right? It just goes on and on and on. But 
is flipping breathtaking like there's so much shit going on in that in, in that one you know he's jumping through windows you know he's jumping over people you know you think he's going to get caught and then he just kind of gets away again there's kind of lifts involved this so, it's so 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 elaborate and i'm like you know what man just watch it just for that chase scene is really really good if you can kind of if you can if you want to watch it watch it for that chase scene i think it's really good oh, wow. but apart from that I, I can't remember you know what i cannot remember i know that ti is the the baddie in this or something i if i could if, if you can say that um but i remember kind of um yeah the, from what i remember the most was that chase scene yeah yeah a long chase scene <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly all right okay so that's takers that's from 10 years ago mm-hmm. and there it's been 15 years since guy ritchie directed revolver yes and you know what devout to this day i still have not seen revolver you ain't seen it it's not a bad film you know no, it's not a bad film. I've not seen it. It's it's. Uh, I wouldn't say it's Guy Ritchie's best film, but it's it's along that kind of you know the Guy Ritchie kind of vein. Uh, it's about a gambler who basically enters into a game, and obviously shit hits the fan. But he bets on he bets on he's writing checks his ass can't cash basically, and uh, right. yeah, he just obviously one thing leads to another. He's involved in the mob, and he's got to try and get out of it, and it doesn't really work that well. But uh, yeah, Jason Statham, Rayleigh, uh, Andre, Andre three thousand from the you know Outcast, yeah, from Andre Outcast, yeah, uh, and Mark Strong's in it. He's always a baddie, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, a few good, a few good actors in this. But I wouldn't say it's one of Guy Ritchie's best films. That, you know, we'll talk about that later. But I thought it's good to uh, add it in there. Also written by Luc Besson. I was just about to say that. Yes, yeah. Luc Besson. So this is interesting. So they, they, you know, these two knocking heads, they're getting together. You know, they're you know making like a movie. Um, now with Revolver, does it have any of? Is it any of? Uh, is it like any movie that we've seen of Guy Ritchie before that, like Lock, Stock and Snatch, and you know any of that? Yeah, it has those elements for sure. Yeah, it has those elements. I mean, Guy Ritchie. Okay. You know, he has his style. So it definitely has those elements. But I think with Luc Besson as well, writing, you know, it has a bit of an international feel to it as well. And sure. isn't so isn't so classic gangster, you know? So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's a decent film, I would say. Decent film. Okay. All right. Yeah. So go, folks, go check that one out if you love your Guy Ritchie movies. And also talking about Guy Ritchie, and I just mentioned it in the kind of sentence before. So Snatch from 20 years ago. So, well, I remember watching this movie in the cinema. You know, who's who's not, who's in this one? So we've got Brad Pitt. We've got Jason Statham again. We've got... Um, does Vinnie Jones turn up in this one? I can't remember if Vinnie Jones is in this one. Probably not. I'm not sure. Um, it's got bloody... Um, the guy from... What's the guy? Lenny something. Lenny from Walking Dead. Lenny Davis or Davis Lenny or... Something like that. Um, Les Dennis. <laughs> Not Les Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Les Dennis. <laughs> oh Les Den- nah, I got Les Dennis in this one. But Snatch. Oh, that's it. Benicio. Benicio yes. del Toro. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. You know what? Out of, listen, I've got to say one thing. I actually really like Snatch. I remember watching yeah. it. I thought, you know what? I had a really, I had a really good time watching it. And, you know, seeing Brad Pitt Lenny do James. kind of like, you know, his, <laughs> Lenny James, that's it. Seeing Brad Pitt do this Irish yes, accent. I, I went, listen, wicked. I liked it as well. I went with an Irish person and the Irish person said, so when I went to the cinema and watched this, the Irish person said, he, Brad Pitt has actually did a re- half decent job on that accent. So, so, yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought, you know, there's so many different elements in this, you know, about a diamond. You know, there's a heist at the beginning of the movie. There's a diamond goes missing. Then you've got Jason Satham's character. I think his name is Turkish or Greek or something like that. And, you know, there's, you know, there's fighting involved. There's boxing involved, bare knuckle fist fighting and stuff like that. There's so many different elements. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And I, I would recommend that people go out and watch it before they watch um like you know some of his other stuff yeah and no, I, I i definitely i second that for me snatch was a really 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 good film proper sort of you know british gangster film uh with some good big stars in there that adapted to the to the to the to the, the genre you know they didn't keep their accents they didn't keep their style they adapted and i liked it yeah 
Uh, but yeah, I, I like Snatch. Snatch is a really good film. For me, Brad Pitt was a major, major bonus. He looked Irish. He sounded Irish. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. he, he did a really good job. I liked it. Really good job. And it, what, what was the quote? Was it, uh, if the milk turns out to be sour, I ain't the kind of pussy to drink it. Is that from this <laughs> film or Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels? One no, that, that was from Lock. That was from Lock, Stock, I think. Yeah. And everyone stopped getting shot. Is that Lock, Stock as well? Shot. That's Lockstock oh, that as well. Yeah, yeah. Quotes, man. Oh man, man. Yeah. Quotable. Seriously, yeah, I, I put in a couple um, of Guy Ritchie films because we're going to talk about him later. But yeah, yeah. This one, uh, but Snatch is produced by Matthew Vaughan, who people will know went on to direct uh, X Men: yes, First Class. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Exactly. exactly. So, all right, okay. So that was Snatch from twenty years ago. Now this next one. If I can remember this correctly, Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. I love this title. Things to do in Denver when you're dead. Like, what the hell does that even mean? Like, things to do in Denver when you're dead. Like, so are you going to do stuff when you're dead or are you waiting to like be dying and then you do stuff? Like, what's going on? But this movie's from 25 years ago, 1995. And it's a, um, is it is it Andy Garcia in this movie? That's the one, that's the one. Yeah, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. Yes, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Things to do. Yeah, that's it. So, nineteen ninety-five. Andy Garcia, Christopher Walken, Christopher Lloyd, uh, William Forsyth, Bill Nunn, uh, all these old school cats. Uh, Steve Buscemi. Uh, like he's all he's always in these kind of gangster sort of crazy comedy films, isn't he? He loves a bit of a bit of a genre, yeah. genre twisting. He does, but uh, but yeah, no, nah, it's a, it's a, it's one of them. Basically, all these films on our anniversary corner are, are kind of gangsterish, you know, gangsterish type of films, crime and a bit of comedy yeah. thrown in there as well. So, uh, things to do in Denver when you're dead. It's about a story of uh, criminals that face uh, an imminent death after botching up a job. So, it kind of sounds like the reservoir, reservoir dogs, but it's not. Yeah, it but, does. Yeah, you know, it's about you know they're supposed to do a job, they messed it up. Shit's hit the fan and <laughs> someone's got to die. Someone's Someone has got to die. So, yeah. It's one of the, I just love the uh, title. Yeah, exactly. It's a mad title. You don't get titles like that anymore, hardly. I mean, recently we had uh, Bad Times at the El Royale, uh, which is a, it was a bit long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, but... Uh, yeah, you don't really get titles like that anymore. It's usually quite snappy. Yeah, exactly. And talking about snappy, uh, the final film that we're going to be speaking about uh, on Anniversary Corner is from 30 years ago. It's, this is Goodfellas. Mm. So if you've seen, um, if you went out and watched The Irishman, you'll know that um, Martin Scorsese, he kind of, um, you know, got, got, got the team back together again. And when I mean team, it's like uh, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, um, Oh, actually, no, we didn't see Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta wasn't in uh, in The Irishman, but he could have been in, he could have clearly, he yeah. could have been in, you know, in The Irishman as well in some, some point. But Goodfellas, uh, again, like a gangster epic. It's got, you know, Robert De Niro being a gangster, Joe Pesci being a total... He's a nutter in the movie, man. He's a nutter. There's a bit in the... I remember there's one scene, there's one scene, right, where... Um, they one of they they kind of they were supposed to just maybe kind of beat someone up, yeah. right? So Joe Pesci was supposed to beat someone up, and then in the end he kills him. And um, Robert oh, yeah. was like, well, "Why'd you go and do that for?" Because why'd you do that for? He goes, "Right, okay, you know what? You can dig the grave for this, this one." And it was just like, "Oh my god!" It's like gangsters, you know, they're arguing about who's going to dig a grave and about why'd you kill the person. It was just like classic, classic, classic movie, and um, based on a based on a based on a true story again about a guy who turned informant uh you know um to the to the fbi against oh, the mob yeah. and i'm not sure if he's still alive but basically the the, the story is uh, about you know this guy who was part of the kind of like the mob growing up in the in the 60s and you know obviously the 70s this killing spree but then eventually life caught up with him and he just basically had to turn he had to turn informant so um Maybe they're still after him. Who knows? But yeah, it's a good movie, man. Good fellas. Mm. But it's not. It's not three and a half hours long, which is a bonus. <laughs> yeah, it's two hours and twenty odd minutes, which I think is enough. Uh, three and a half hours for me was too much. Too much. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right, folks. Now we've spoken about Guy Ritchie. We've spoken about some of his movies, and Deval had 
the chance to go out and watch the movie. Unfortunately, I couldn't um, just with the whole Christmas and New Year period. So uh, this is resting on Devaldo's shoulders. So Devaldo, be a gentleman. And can you tell us about The Gentleman? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The Gentleman. The Gentleman. Where do I start? Okay, so we all know Guy Ritchie style. He likes, you know, gangster, comedy, British, all that kind of thing. I'm going to start by saying that this was probably... Can I say... I'm intrigued. Can I say it was his best film? Oh, shit, is it? Ah, oh, that's the thing. What, better than Snatch? It's a really good film. I can't remember a boring part of the film. I can't remember. I cannot remember a boring or shit part of the film. Uh, I mean, this film was from the get-go. It just intrigued because it started It started somewhere. I don't, know, I don't want to spoil it, but it didn't start at the beginning. It kind of just threw okay. you into a mad situation. Uh yeah, it's just oh man, this is this is the this is the epitome of British gangster uh, movies. It? It's got action, it's got comedy, it's got oh, what hasn't it got? I mean, all the performances uh, are for me top 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 class. Matthew McConaughey, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Colin one, Farrell. Colin Farrell. Grant. Colin Farrell was wicked in this man. He was wicked. Uh, Charlie Hunnam. Uh, Michelle Dockery. Uh, who else was there? Who else was there? Henry Golding, who's making the guy making, from making a name for himself. Right now. A simple favor. He's reported yes. to be playing Namor, Namor the Submariner. Hugh Grant. Oh my gosh, man. Hugh Grant. Oh. What's, what was his what was his accent? What's the whole like him doing the Cockney accent and everything? It was wicked. It was wicked. Hugh Grant done a he done, that for me. I've not really seen many Hugh Grant films, but that's the best film I've seen him in. <laughs> he was wow, wicked. man! Yeah, I can't wait wicked. to watch it. Hugh Grant was wicked. Everyone in the film was wicked. It was proper like East End. It was proper like obviously I'm, I'm not going to give too many spoilers away, but the story is yeah. uh, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant's character is a bit of a he's a loudmouth. He's a chancer. He wants to make a bit of money, right. but he wants to use information he's got to try and make money. So he approaches uh, Charlie Hunnam's character, who is like a, what is he? He's like a the right-hand man of Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey okay. is like the the boss in the film. He's a proper, proper gangster. He's come from America. He's American. So he came from America yeah. to England. Uh, he could have done, he could have worked in, you know, in the financial district, but he didn't. He chose to uh, sell drugs, uh, which, well, weed. <laughs> And he basically built an empire selling weed to a lot of the, like, you know, rich, rich folks in Cambridge and, you know, universities and stuff right. like that. And then he, yeah, he yeah. obviously, he uh, graduated from education to, you know, to different organizations. And basically he's a multi, 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 multi-millionaire through selling weed. And uh, basically, well, I don't want to spoil it too much, but yeah, so there's going to be a, uh, uh, well, Hugh Grant's character approaches Charlie Hunnam, who's a right-hand man of of uh, Matthew McConaughey, and gives him a proposition to basically earn some money with some information. And, yeah, my gosh, yeah, it's just... <laughs> I love it. But <laughs> it's just the way that it plays out. I'm not saying that I don't want to spoil it, because I do think... I do think you need to watch it and not know too much, otherwise you're going to go and you're going you're gonna to already know how the story is going to be told. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. Right. But the story is okay. not told. The film isn't the way you think it's going to be. Just, you know, just, you know, film A to B. It's not going to be that way. Right. But okay. It's a yeah. nice way they do it. And yeah, just the characters, man, just the way it all plays out, the visuals and oh, the, the accents. It's good to hear like, you know, proper, you know, Cockney accents and stuff. And there's a few uh, yeah. one liners in there. There's uh, One of the ladies says, you know, like how he says, uh, if the milk turns out to be sour, I only kind of push it to drink it. There's that one, there's... And then in this, in this film, there's another there's another saying where someone says, well, if you smell smoke, it's because there's a fire, <laughs> you know? <laughs> 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 there's just little sayings that are proper, like, you know, just 
cockney sayings that they they say in an yeah. authentic way. And it makes you think, oh yeah, that's true. If it smells smoke, it's because of yeah, the fire, but, you know. <laughs> and it also exactly. it, just, it just fits into whatever whatever they're talking about. Uh, and yeah, it's just it's it's a wicked film, man. It's a wicked wicked. And what about um and what about like Matthew McConaughey? Because like obviously this American like you know Oscar winner, he's kind of thrown in the mix with these you know Cockney gangsters and stuff. Like what? How does how does he how does he match up with say for example you know Charlie Hunnam and oh, you know Hugh Grant? Like he is again he does excellent. He 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 doesn't change his accent because he's American in the film. But he literally yeah. is who he says he is. He he exudes the whole, uh, you know, gangster, but uh, eloquent. He's a he's a regal. He's a distinguished gangster. <laughs> he's not your backstreet gangster. <laughs> he wears a three piece suit. Yeah. He only deals with uh, like high society, and he doesn't get his hands dirty really, unless he has to. But he is, yeah. and he never loses his composure. He is one of those proper like you know gangsters that you don't really meet you know he'll you got to meet right. 10 people before you meet him so right i got you yeah I got he's, you, he's yeah. really good he's really good and charlie hunnam's character he's really good as well he's more he more gets his hands dirty uh but yeah it's just all the different characters that like one thing will happen and it will just snowball to another event another event all because one thing happened you know and it's like it just carries on oh, carries on carries on right okay and the whole way through the film you're entertained. Like I said, I can't remember one boring part of the film. The pacing of the film was perfect. Pacing wise, oh, it? Okay. it was one of the most one of the most best paced films I've seen in a long time. There was no like lack of I don't know, there was no slow moment. There wasn't it wasn't going too fast. There wasn't too much information. It was almost a perfectly paced film. Like nice. I'm not even bullshitting. It was perfectly paced. Like when I when the film finished, I wanted more. But at the same time, I was happy. If you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it was a weird feeling. I wanted more, but I was happy at the same time. And yeah, it, and the way it ended as well, there's a really funny thing that happened at the end. Uh, and you, you'll probably understand it. Some people won't. Okay. But I understood it. And it was really funny in a shouldn't be funny kind of way. <laughs> okay. But, uh, and are there yeah, any, um, are they, is it kind of like an end credit? No, there's okay. not, no, but there are some, no. there's some things that happen in the credits, which is also funny, but, oh man, yeah. And, and the, oh, the, 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 <laughs> the, the young boys as well. Oh man, from the boxing club, they're yeah. funny. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. You got to see the film. I got to check this film. movie out. You got to see the film. I got it. Yeah. I want to watch it. Definitely. You yeah. got to see the film. It's a decent, um, decent film, man. It's like, it's literally, I don't know if it is his best film for me. It's maybe because it's fresh in my mind, but it's for me, sure. it's literally up there. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to split them. This for me is, was probably one of his best films. Like if not the top two that he's done, it was really, really good. Really wow. good. Yeah. Wow. Because he's made some good movies, like, 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 you know, he's made, he gets a lot of, he gets a lot of flack for some of the movies that he makes, but, you know, you know, I'm thinking, I'm talking about like Snatch and I'm talking about, yeah. um, um, what was the one that you did with Robert, Robert Downey Jr.? Um, oh, uh, Sherlock. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes was good. Yeah, that was good. But this is yeah, I like those movies. Yeah, this this is this uh, yeah, is those are different movies. Yeah, yeah, this is still better though. <laughs> this is oh, definitely wicked. better. This, this is like for me, it's not a sh- no one can say shit. If anyone says this film shit, okay. let me come let, come and talk. They to don't me. know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, come and talk to me. Yeah, I'll deal with them. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but no. so what? What are you what, rating wise? Like what? Uh, I'll like, give this an eight and a half. Is eight it half okay? I'm yeah, watching this eight and movie. Eight and a half out of ten. Man. I really, really enjoyed this film. I'm really glad I watched it. And this is one of the few films where I went into the cinema knowing it was going to be good. But when I left, yeah. it was better than I thought. <laughs> yes, I went there okay, with I high that. expectations, but this surpassed it. And the last time that happened for me was Infinity, Infinity War. I went in Infinity yes. War thinking, this is going to be good. And it was better than I thought. And this was I another know. film that done that. And not many films can do that. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, so for you, in terms of Guy Ritchie movies, this is kind of like way up at oh, the top. Oh, way up there. Way up there. Uh, okay. Brilliant. All yeah. right. So folks, there you have it. Like eight and a half. Yeah. Deval has spoken. The Gentleman has spoken. So go out and check yes. out Gentleman. I'm going to go out and check this out, the movie. I'm probably going to watch it tomorrow or something. Watch it. So, you um, let me know, please. Yeah. Let me know. I will do. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, right. Okay. So folks, that is it all yeah. for today. A nice 
short and sweet episode for you but don't forget we will be back in the coming weeks with with more episodes with more news more film reviews and more stuff for you to think about digest debate and whatnot okay so uh, keep it locked on the flicksters and we really really hope you enjoyed the episode we hope you keep supporting us and it's a goodbye from me and peace out guys see you later and don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.